recording. So, um, I had an insight, and as I usually do, I share it to the group. Um, <laughs> it's actually really interesting. So it's kind of like the reverse of the golden rule. If you don't know what the golden rule is, treat others. What is it? It's. I'm gonna paraphrase it, but like basically, do unto others as you you would want done unto you or whatever. Um, almost a sort of reverse of this is the way the way that you were treated, especially as not really, not really these days, but not like as an adult, but like as a young child, you will then do unto others. Um, this isn't necessarily an absolute rule, but um, and the reason why I make uh, this this insight kind of happen, this is basically the insight, or that was basically the, the ver verse, you know, where the phrase like the sins of the father are then passed down to the son. This is why this is this is what this means. Um, so where this was coming from was you. Uh, I was looking. I was watching this video. I was talking about. Uh, different things and whatnot. And it was realizing something very interesting, which is that. So, it gets kind of complex as everything kind of does. But, like, basically, the, the example that I thought of is like if you wanted to be. You know, let's say you want to be like seen in a certain kind of way, or you want to want to be. Uh, what's the word I want to use? And accepted and understood by somebody. You will act a certain way. Or whatever, because that's the way your parents acted towards you when you weren't accepted by them, or whatever. Um, and this kind of thing. It's, it's kind of interesting. I wouldn't say it's an absolute rule, but it could absolutely be something that I that you could see is definitely true, honestly. Um, and so, like, I don't want to go too deep with examples because I don't really have too many of them yet, but, like, you could have a, a situation where you were raised... In an environment where you weren't accepted as a, a full person as as you were, and so to deal with that, you hid parts of yourself from from this from your parents from your caregivers in order to be accepted and loved, whatever that even means honestly, the term love is so broad it really means nothing but anyways. It's another episode. Uh, or group cast, or both. But anyways, and so because of this, when you grow up, you may see the same things that your parents didn't accept in love in you. And so you will do the exact same things that they did to you. So that's basically where this rule is coming from. The The... Kind of reverse of the golden rule.
um, in a sense. And it's, it's kind of interesting. I don't know how true it is, absolutely, but I definitely have seen examples of this. And you could probably find a bunch of examples of this within your own personal experience without realizing, and this is what, this is what we do, without realizing what we're doing, actually. It's, it's very unconscious. Uh. And so... You might have been in a, in a in a home where your your family was very very familiar with alcohol or something, um, and I'm not saying that's what you're what you're dealing with when alcohol is concerned. I think there's a lot of other contexts as well because this isn't like I said this is not an absolute rule for why behavior is always happening, but certain behaviors are happening. But for certain kinds of uh, for certain behaviors in particular, it, it might be true. But anyways, so let's say you live in a, a f uh, household that is very, very familiar with alcohol. It's very, very, um, it lives its life based on getting drunk and this kind of thing. And so you see that growing up and so you see that as being as normal or whatever. But that comes with its own set of problems. And so maybe you grew up seeing those problems but into becoming very familiar with alcohol and getting drunk as as uh time goes by because of the problems that that created in you or whatever it is i don't really know like i'm not saying you in specific but it was just an interesting insight i figured i'd share here because some, I think there's some absolute truth. I would say absolute truth. There's some truth to this, I think, in certain cases. Certain circumstances. And it's kind of interesting to think about this a little bit. So anyways, talk to you later. It definitely was familiar, but it wasn't just as in getting drunk. It was more of a functional nature as well. To function, to code, and on special occasions to get drunk, whereas in most people you see um, that don't have a problem with it can, on special occasions, use it to enjoy, to get buzzed without getting drunk. And there's a couple different types of alcoholics, actually. There's the ones who will binge. Um, like, there's the typical alcoholic that you see that has get up in the morning and drink or even every day have you know beer after beer or whatever and then there's the other kind of alcoholic this more not as traditional they don't even have it as often but they catch up it's imagine not having enough time to meditate and you have you feel like you have to catch up on your meditating time where you jump right into two hours of meditation or four hours of meditation because you haven't had enough time to catch up. You're not slowly building it up. You're not starting with little by little. You're just jumping right into like four, eight hours of meditation with silence. Well, it's like that with drinking, the binge drinking, the binge alcoholism. With That's how I was and Bobby was. And then we would have our stressful times or we'd have it more often three times a week to every day. 
Um, when it was real stressful, we had it like 10 days in a row. Um, a couple of times when things were really escalated. So yeah, um, and it does become like, this is how you stay even this is how you stay out of the mental hospital. This is how you cope. This is how you, you know, this is what they don't want you to know. And this is um, our way that we can help you relax. Like it got to that point, that way of thinking where it's like, you need to have a beer and chill out or you need to, you know, not stress so much or that kind of thing. Like, you know, kind of like seen as you need to eat your vegetables or you need to this and that kind of thing. Um, and then we started to see it the same way once it was, you know, the environment was around long enough and that kind of thing. Um, not always alcohol and in my home it was pills and all that kind of stuff. So, and if you have two different parallel or two different, um, like drugs and alcohol in tandem and then the two kind of intermingle and then it gets even more of a mixed bag, but yeah, I like the sins of the father, that kind of thing. Um. And then I do think that the uh, the Bible is interesting in that way because there's a lot of verses that talk about turn away from your family and move forward. And if you look back, you're gonna you're gonna die if you look back. And that's another verse in the Bible I find to be very true, actually. So pretty interesting. Um, And, uh, yeah, it, um, I think, um, it's so crazy how couples will think completely differently about something and then one will change completely, um, or they think completely the same and then one will change completely and it will show up that one of them, in fact, ended up having a more in-depth denial than the other who is at least more kind of honest about it and the denial is the least helpful for themselves but you get to a point where it you know doesn't really bother you so much and the treat others the way you want to be treated is um sometimes the best way to handle that is just to leave people alone um the best way you can do that without drawing attention to yourself or provoking. Um, and so you have to like actually slowly withdraw people from you as if you were a drug. Um, or you maybe give them a little fix once in a while so they don't freak out. But then you kind of slowly withdraw people and, and that kind of thing is needed. So hopefully this came in clear. I'm on a couple different devices right now with Bluetooth, so we'll see. So I want to show you how cool this was for those of us who really have enjoyed our drinks, but who don't want to put alcohol as a priority, who don't want to even engage anymore. Maybe we have our reasons. It's just, it's too much of a crutch to, it gets to become one of those things that you depend too much on to relax. Um, if you even bring it in your life again and, um, whether that's binge drinking when it's around um, all at once and just getting completely sick. Um, 
to where you can't function or whether it's you're drinking every day and you're doing whatever it takes to get it. So, but I have something really cool that helps people and it's helped my husband and I a great deal to relax and it helps with cravings and just to de-stress because we all enjoy a good drink and I don't really blame the alcohol itself. I think it's more of like the the mind and the discipline and self-control. But what this is, it allows you to relax with a good beer, if you enjoy beer, a good wine, if you enjoy wine, um, for sure. And it's called NA, which means non-alcoholic. It's kind of like if you enjoy coffee a lot, but you can't handle caffeine, but you love the taste of coffee, you love the, the smell, you love just that whole ritual and occasion of relaxing with a good cup of coffee, um, you you love it hot or cold or whatever your favorite temperature is of it, you can get decaf. And I, I was able to explain this to my mother um, today, actually, we were having a conversation about this, because I really want people to understand that we do drink these and that they, that's how much we enjoy it, but that they're really not even harmful um, to the point where we've been able to show people that we've worked with in the office and they were actually pretty supportive and proud about it that it's not in fact real alcohol so it's kind of funny but um how you, how you can teach people something by accident or misunderstanding even um so what i'm going to do i'm going to get the bottle opener for about 4 bucks um and i'm going to open this and this is it's got the hops in it so it's a darker beer i sometimes i say dark roasted but it's a darker okay babe it's a darker one and um so you're gonna put this twist bottle i've been wanting to podcast with you actually it's kind of um i've had um some time to socialize a little bit here and I wanted to podcast. I've gotten a lot of insights, as I've said in the intro. Uh, a lot of insights about things. So I want to really share the occasion and have a good drink with you. So, it's open. And um, this is really good. What kind of beer is this, babe? The Sene beer? Clother. Clother. Yeah, it's Clother, so it's what? Claus Thaler. That's a dry hop. Tastes like a what? A real beer. Yeah, it does. And it you really do relax and um It's really really good. So this is um I'm showing you, you know, we're doing drinks and different things to help de-stress. I'm going to go ahead and put this cap right there by the bottle opener because I'm not worried about it right now. And we're going to, I'm going to sip this and kind of review it for you. I wish that more um, specialty liquor stores and stuff would even consider NA because it would be really cool. Um, But I know that there's... um, money and beliefs and uh things like this but i know there's some favorite fan favorite liquor stores out there that we would love to support that don't and then there's partnerships and fan favorites 
um, with uh, musicians that do, in fact, support this and have made their own non-alcoholic brands. So it's really cool. But here we go. This is really, really good. Um, so thank you for having a drink with me, whether you are... You can enjoy alcohol properly or coffee or tea to just enjoy and relax.